Greetings, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. It is so good to have you in our worship service today. Let us begin with our scripture reading found in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 9, verses 18 through 22. Matthew 9, 18 through 22. And listen now for the word of the Lord. While he was saying these things to them, suddenly a leader of the synagogue came in and knelt before him saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her and she will live. And Jesus got up and followed him with his disciples. Then suddenly, a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. For she said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be made well. And Jesus turned and seeing her, he said, take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Won't you pray with me? Almighty God, as I come before your people today, Please, Lord, won't you fill me with the power of your Holy Spirit and allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our scripture title for today is Faith that conquers. In our gospel lesson, we read that there was a woman who desperately needed to be healed of a disease of internal bleeding. Now, the exact nature of her disease is a mystery to us. Evidently, she had not been afflicted with it all of her life, but only for the past 12 years. And undoubtedly, she was in a relatively good health situation as a young woman. And then suddenly she looked up and she had an issue of blood. She had come to be known as the woman with the issue of blood. Beloved, isn't it funny how people today, just like the Bible then, will define you by your issues? They don't even give you a name. They say, that's the woman with the five boys. Hey, that's the man who just got out of jail. That, that, that's her. Don't look now. Don't, girl, don't look. She's over there behind the bench. She's pregnant by a married man. Oh, we have this tendency to look at people and label them by the issues in their life as if we don't have any issues of our own. Let me tell you. Everybody has had, is having, or will have some issues in this life. 
I have issues. All God's children have issues. You have issues. Somebody say amen. But listen, child of God, we, we have to realize that this was more than a physical problem to this woman. For, for it was a rule of the community in that day that when a woman had an affliction such as hers, then she was to be considered unclean and she was not allowed to participate in community worship. She couldn't participate in worship at a time when she needed it the most. So this woman found herself excluded from the community because of her ailment, the issue she had in her life. However, say however, however, she was the kind of woman who at this time in her life was determined to do something about her predicament. She had hit rock bottom. She was done with the whining and the pining and the pity parties. She recognized for herself that she had some serious issues that only she could admit to. She didn't need anybody telling her about her problems. She was finally on top of her own problems. She was not fooling herself anymore. She had gotten over thinking that she could just sit in the same place doing the same thing and things would change. This woman. I'm talking about this woman. She was dismantling the tent that she had made in the valley. She was ready to get up and do something about her situation. You see, she was tired of expecting somebody else to fix her stuff. She was sick of other people making her promises they didn't keep. She had had enough, and there ought to be a time in all of our lives when enough is enough is enough. Listen, listen. This woman became bold enough to get up and get out and do some new things. And so, I can see her. as she walked around the city of Capernaum, ostracized, beaten, and broken. She began to hear strange rumors about a man who had come to the city and he was healing. And you know what? It just seemed that everywhere she went, out in the street, down at the marketplace, out by the waterway, resting at the street corner, she heard these strange things about a man named Jesus. Say, brother, did you hear? Did you hear what happened? It happened at the synagogue, man. A man with an unclean spirit jumped up and started praising God. It was a man named Jesus who set him free. Girl, girlfriend, did you hear what happened at Simon Peter's house? His wife's mother was sick with the fever. And a man named Jesus made her well. Honey, child, did you hear what happened? Girl, did you hear what happened in Galilee? There was this man overtaken with leprosy. And a man named Jesus made him clean. And then the room was persistent. She heard about Jesus everywhere she went. It seems wherever she went, she encountered good news about a man named Jesus. Child of God, child of God. 
Just hearing from other people about the miracle-making, wonder-working signs and wonders being done by a man named Jesus. Don't you know that I will open up new portals of awareness in this woman and in the world and awareness of the supernatural works God is able to do through his son, Jesus Christ? Don't you see faith, which is trust, comes by hearing. And so these signs and wonders were the word of God being manifest, demonstrated by Jesus. And the people went and told what they had witnessed. Let me tell you something. When you have witnessed something good, you will eventually tell somebody else. And as the people talked, others believed. For example, example. You will put your faith and your trust in a barber or a beautician just by seeing their work or somebody else or telling you about their skills. And then you'll make an appointment and go sit in their chair because of what you saw and or heard. So, so, my question is, what you talking about today, child of God? What you talking about? Because in the midst of all of this bad news, there ought to be somebody, I said somebody, talking about some good news. And the good news we can talk about is what Jesus has done for you and for me. Today, today in a time like this, every child of God ought to be talking about Jesus. I said every child of God ought to be talking about Jesus. Talk about Jesus on a podcast, on Facebook, on Instagram, through text messages, on Zoom, and on the phone. One of my testimonies is this. He looked beyond my faults. And he saw my needs. The woman in our lesson heard about Jesus everywhere she went and something began to happen within her. You know, she began to believe in the man and in his supernatural, trans-rational, Holy Spirit power to heal. Somebody can you say amen? Now, beloved, when you keep hearing enough about what Jesus has done, you begin to wonder if he can do the same thing for you and that after you continue to hear even more, you just can't help but believe and trust that what he's done for others, he'll do for you. The woman began to have faith in Jesus. So, she said to herself, it's good to talk to yourself now. Self, I have to go find this Jesus. See, some of y'all looking for a man, but the one y'all ought to be looking for is Jesus. And so, and so, she started looking for Jesus. He's the first man you ought to know. Now, I don't know how looking and how long it took her to find him after she had heard him. The woman began to have faith in Jesus. So she said to herself, self, 
I have to go find this man. And so she started looking for Jesus. Make sure you're looking for Jesus, girl. Now, I don't know how long it took her to find him after she heard about it. I imagine she looked around the synagogue where he healed the man with an unclean spirit, but he wasn't there. I imagine she looked around the house in Capernaum where he told the lame man, rise up and walk, but he wasn't there. I can imagine she went to Matthew's house, maybe, where he ate with tax collectors and sinners. You remember, but he wasn't there either. Child of God, sometimes it seems when you're in trouble and pain and heavily burdened that Jesus is just so hard to find. Oh, but in a situation like that, you just have to keep looking and seeking Asking like this woman did. You have to work it, my sisters and brothers. Now listen. One day in her search, always obstacles, she noticed a great crowd of people and they seemed to be gathered around a man. Rumor had it that he had just stopped out of the boat, stepped out of the boat, and that he came from the other side of the lake where... He healed a demonic called Legion. And guess what? The name of this man getting out of the boat was Jesus. Oh, glory to God. She found where Jesus was and she knew that she had to get to him. But then, but then there were several problems and obstacles she had to overcome. First of all was the size of the crowd. Oh, there were so many people pressing around Jesus that there was no way she could get his attention. And then, not only that, but Jesus was preoccupied with something else. For just as soon as he stepped out of the boat, one of the rulers of the synagogue beseeched him to come heal his daughter who was dying. And anyone would have told her, that the daughter of the ruler of the synagogue was more important than she was. And then, obstacles. Not only was Jesus preoccupied with that, but he was headed in the opposite direction, going toward the chief rabbi's house. That's another sermon. Oh my, you have to work the process if you want healing. It's a process. My brothers and my sisters, oh, beloved, listen to me very, very carefully. Listen. When our lives are in need of healing, what we need to realize is this, that our healing does not take place when we get Jesus's attention. Our healing takes place when Jesus gets our attention. That's good. Healing takes place not when we get Jesus to look at us, but healing takes place when Jesus gets us to look at him. Healing takes place not when Jesus knows us, but healing takes place when we know Jesus. Somebody needs to say amen. And this was the key to the woman's healing. She said to herself, self, 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 he didn't see me, but I saw him. He never knew who, who I was, oh, but I know who he is. He didn't know where I am, but I know where he is. He may never know about my sickness. 
Jesus. Oh, but I know about his healing power. Good God Almighty. So, so, oh, God. If I can just get close enough to touch the hem of his garment. I know, she said, I know that I'll be made whole. Now that's how faith talks. Child of God, that's how faith works too. That's how healing is manifest. You you heard about Jesus and she, she believed what she heard and then she went to find him for herself. You must understand that faith is trust and trust acts. Ah, but there's just a little more to the story. This woman, by touching Jesus' garment, was breaking some cultural traditional rules. Because when women in that day were not to touch a man, especially a holy man, when they were bleeding. And she knew that. But she did it anyway. She trusted that this Jesus would be different. And she was right. Jesus broke the rules many times now when he came to women. And being the man that he is, he looked at the woman after she had touched his robe. And Jesus said to her, take heart, daughter, because your faith has made you well. And the Bible continues. And instantly, the woman was made well. Oh, hear this. Jesus said, my daughter, your faith has made you whole. She touched him with her faith, her trust in his healing power. Dearly beloved, dearly beloved, if your life is broken today, if your spirit is shattered, if you are oppressed with troubles and cares, know this, know this, it's not that Jesus needs to reach out for you, beloved. It's that you need to reach out for Jesus. That's what the woman did. When she heard about Jesus, she looked for him. She made her way to him. And believing and trusting, she touched the hem of his garment. Then she was made whole. Dear ones, please think about this great opportunity. You're watching me on podcast. Did you know that? And you know what the opportunity is? You don't even have to wash your face. You don't have to comb your hair. You don't have to polish your shoes. You don't need to iron your skirt or your pants. You don't need to have a lot of money in your purse. You don't need to have an impressive resume or a string of degrees behind your name. All you need to watch this podcast is your faith, which is trust in a miracle-making wonder-working man by the name of Jesus. He's a healer. He's amazing. He's greatly to be praised. He's both willing and able to heal. By his stripes, we are healed. Trust him, believe in him, and make your way to him today. Amen. Beloved, I pray that this word from the Lord has blessed your soul and your spirit. 
And as a pastor, I symbolically open the doors of God's church and I invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. If you'd like to join us here at Pacoma First UMC, please call the church and I will return your call. Also, I do hope that you would hit the thumbs up button if you would like to and if this service blessed you. And then subscribe to our YouTube channel. I also offer you an opportunity to give to this ministry. So go to our website and give with a cheerful heart. And remember, spread the word of God by sharing this video. Child of God, I send you love and blessings in the precious and holy name of Jesus. And I'll see you next time, you and your family and your friends. And I want you to remember today that at a time like this, we need a faith in Jesus Christ that can conquer That sees the invisible, expects the incredible, receives the impossible faith that can conquer anything. Faith to reach the unreachable, faith to find. Unbeatable faith to remove the unmovable faith that stands the Fight the unbeatable faith.